The Red Sox hosting the Tigers, and for the fifth straight year at Fenway Park, the Sox celebrating Pride Night. We pick up the action in this one in the fourth, 2-0 Detroit. Mikey Matuk facing Brian Johnson. On two delivery, and Matuk hits the ball high and deep to left field. This ball is headed for the wall, and it is gone. A home run for Mikey Matuk who seems to find big hits against the Red Sox. He did it with the Rays. Hit just 195 with the Rays last year, but he came up with some big hits against Boston, and he's done it here with his new team, Detroit. A solo home run for Montuk, his fourth of the year, and now the Tigers lead it 3 to nothing, allowing Hanley Ramirez to reach in the second inning. Moreland drills one to right field deep. Going back, J.D. Martinez, he leaps, and this ball is gone into the bullpen. Just out of the reach of J.D. Martinez. Mitch Moreland, home run number eight, and the Red Sox on the board. It's 3-1. to one. It's the right-hander Zimmerman checks the runners. And the 1-2. Swung on and a base hit left field. Benatendi will get waved home. Here he comes. On his way to third is Ramirez. And Hanley is out at third. Into second safely is Jackie Bradley, Jr. And it's 3-2. to two. Wilson checks second. Now the pitch. And a swing and a drive to right field. It's down for a hit. Bogart's getting waved around. He will score. The ball game is tied. The 1-1 pick. And Jackie hammers one to right field deep. This ball is going. This ball is gone. A two-run homer for Jackie Bradley Jr. And the Red Sox lead it 5-3. Red Sox snap a two-game skid, winning at 5-3. The Sox bullpen goes four and two-thirds scoreless innings, capped by Craig Kimbrell picking up his 18th save. Mitch Moreland, three hits, two RBIs, and two runs scored. Jackie Bradley Jr., the hero, with two hits and three RBIs. The Red Sox snap a two-game skid coming from behind. Manager John Farrell spoke after. You know, Ian, he's on about a three-week run here where the hard hits have been more frequent. Uh, the batting average is better. The extra base hits are there. But that's one of the longer home runs I've seen hit in this ballpark. Uh, you know, you think that's halfway to the, the red seat, which almost seems like it's a myth how far that red seat is. But uh, a beautiful swing, uh, well hit, timely. No doubt. You know, today's a tough matchup for him against this lineup. Uh, nine right-handed hitters. Uh, he, he had to pitch in and out of some traffic on the base paths. Uh, you know, they, they run up a pitch count on him. Uh, but still, uh, to, to keep us in the game, keep them in check for the time that he was on the mound, uh, a solid job. I'd certainly like to see him go deeper. Uh, but still, followed by a really strong night from our bullpen. Uh, and that was the key. Those guys that came to the mound from the bullpen, they, they did an outstanding job. But... Uh, again, against a tough matchup in a small ballpark to the left field side, uh, Brian hung in there tough tonight. You know, we're getting some production in that bottom third, and that's a lot to say for Jackie in that seven hole. Uh, and I think any time that we're getting production out of the bottom part, we're probably looking at a decent night in terms of runs scored. But from bogey to Mitch to Jackie, uh, th those are three good nights offensively. Uh, but we're going to need more of that. Uh, you know, we come off two tough nights where we're – you know, not much offensively taking place, and, and it took us a half a game to get on track here tonight. Uh, but uh, a good night from those three guys particularly. John, the, the uh, decision on whether or not to have a guy have a, re a rehab game or two in the minors, what, what goes into Dustin coming right back rather than playing? The BP that he was taking, uh, the fact that you've got a guy with a fairly compact swing who under understands and knows himself very well, um, you know, he, Puts four balls in play here tonight. A couple times he's got a minute second base. It doesn't come through, but um, no, he was ready to go. Just with Mitch in particular, you know, you guys were scuffling a little bit from runs earlier in the game. You know, how much do you feel he kind of kept you in it? You know, 
the way he was swinging tonight. You know, Ian, it's almost like we caught a little energy from the final defensive play uh, on the preceding half inning. Uh, you know, he makes one heck of a play to keep his foot on the base uh, and then comes right up and gets a breaking ball down and in that he drives out of the ballpark. So uh, we almost had a quick turnaround in terms of momentum and getting it finally uh, started on our side. So uh, that's what one big swing in the bat can do for you. Uh, and we were able to capitalize on it a couple times tonight. Sandy's play, uh, the caught ceiling, I think that was a, a big play too to carry over. Anytime you're going to end the inning on a, on a key play, I think there is, a th there is such a thing in my eyes as defensive momentum, uh, and those were two examples. John, how would you assess Pablo defensively tonight, and, and what's your level of concern there? You know, again, I think we're, we're seeing some, some balls, particularly the slow rollers. That, that's a tough play for him. Uh, that, was, that was here again tonight. Uh, fortunately, he was able to stay with the ball. Uh, that was to his glove side that popped up, that we were able to convert the play defensively. Uh, but uh, we've still got to keep working. Uh, we know that uh, you know, the offensive side is going to be stronger on the left. Um, and, and after the three hits over in Chicago, he's been in a little bit of a dry spell here. Uh, but I think you've seen that we've mixed and matched and, and replaced defensively late. Sometimes it seems like a bloop could be a little a rally starter. That the ball Xander hit, did, were you almost surprised that fell in there? Without a doubt, uh, you know Martinez is a good player, uh, and off the bat you think that's going to hang up there long enough. Uh, and when he extended his arm, still looked like he was in pretty decent shape to, you know, to convert the play. Uh, we caught a break, and then on top of that, there's an errant pickoff uh, that puts a, puts Bogey in, in scoring position. So, uh, you know, we've been able to capitalize on a couple things late in games and not. Just tonight, there's been some other situations where uh, when we do get an extra out or a misplay, uh, we're taking advantage of it. Has Mitch to this point been more offensively than you guys expected going in? He, he's, he's got a good, a really good third of a season under his belt right now. Uh, he's a good offensive player. We, we felt like there was 20 home run capability. We'll see where that goes, but uh, you kind of project it's going to be 20 and 80 plus somewhere north of that. Uh, he's been everything that we could have anticipated uh, when we signed him. Given that you guys have played kind of a number of lower scoring games than you might have a year ago, how impressed have you been with the bullpen's ability just to kind of, you know, control those games, give you guys opportunities? To you know, Alex, great question because with the number of guys that we've missed because of some injuries, um, Barnsey, Joe Kelly. Robbie Scott, they have assumed greater roles, greater responsibility. Heath Embry in that mix, uh, they've, they possess the physical stuff, but the ability to go out and continually execute, that's been impressive. And you know, Joe Kelly's on a, on a good run for himself. Um, you know, Barnsey, with the exception of a couple of, or, or maybe a four-game stretch where it was, he was a little bit off, uh, they're anchored by maybe the best reliever in the game right now. So there's some comfort knowing he's behind them, uh, but they've done an outstanding job. You've clearly seen Jackie um, on some hot streaks and some cold streaks in his career. What's the difference? Like, what do you see? What's different about his swing when he's going through runs like he's going, seems like he's going through right now? You know, Brian, I think it's more uh, when he's laying off borderline pitches, when he doesn't expand the strike zone. He gets in better hitter counts more consistently. Uh, and I think when he's staying within his zone, he's seeing pitches better, uh, not overswinging as much. Uh, the power's always been there. But I think when he's in his strike zone, that's when he's most dangerous. You talking about those relievers. A guy like Robbie Scott, was there a point in the year where he became a known commodity to you where you said, okay, you know, this, we know what we have in this guy as opposed to let's see what we have? Um, 
I think it started back in spring training for him. Uh, you know, he was very consistent. He did a good job getting some right-handers out, which was maybe a little bit more than we expected given the arm slot. Uh, but, uh, you know, as we put him in some tight spots, you know, the, the beauty of Robbie Scott is, you know, you're talking about a guy who's undrafted, has earned everything along the way. He's not backed away from any challenges. Uh, he, he's, he's got a lot of guts when he's on the mound, loves to compete. Uh, and there's a lot of comfort that we all have in our dugout when he comes to the mound because of all those variables. John, Bradley's like uh, maybe a 230 hitter right now. For lack of a better word, do you think he's actually a better hitter than that, that number would indicate? Yeah, because if you look at the – I'm sure you've got access to all kinds of <laughs> stats and what, what have you. But the hard contact percentage uh, is indicative of, of a better average. You know, Maybe he's had some tough luck with balls in play. Uh, but the hard contact has been, I think, fairly consistent. So if you're saying it's a 230 hitter, it's one of the hardest 230 hitters or 230 averages you might see. Jockey Bradley Jr., the hero in this one, as he finishes with two hits and three RBIs. It's huge. Um, you know, we come back home. Well, I guess we deserve that one after uh, coming off a loss, right? Yeah, we come back home and, you know, we, you know, they get some runs early on, and we were able to battle back. And, you know, it was big. It was a big team win. Hopefully, we'll get some momentum from this. Got some power in my eyes. Sorry. Uh, not sure if you know this. This is the 71st anniversary of Ted Williams' long bomb in the right field, 502 feet. Yours went 435 feet, your eighth of the year. What did you see from that pitch? Because you hit it a long ways. I uh, just tried to look for a fastball towards the middle of the plate. They had done a really good job of hitting the corners on me tonight. So, and I just tried to look for a mistake pitch, and I was able to get it. And giving Craig a two-run cushion into the ninth inning with how lights out he's been and dominant, how nice is it to have a weapon like that? He's been pretty special all year. Uh, you know, anytime he steps on the mound, we feel like he's going to give us the best opportunity to close the game. And he's been, been very successful at it. And how big is it to get back into the win column and get win number one of this three-game series against Detroit? Got to win tonight, and then tomorrow we focus on trying to win that night. So, you know, take it one game at a time and you know, hopefully keep playing good ball. The series against the Tigers continues on Saturday with Chris Sale going up against Justin Verlander.